Hello, and welcome to a bit of Hope Podcast. I am your host, Angelique, and I have a question for you guys. How are you doing? I really want you to take a moment to really ask yourself right now, like how you're doing and don't say, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm fine. Like really reflect on how you're doing right now. I've had a very busy week, so I am tired. I'm tired. So I am relying on the strength of the Lord and I am sick again. So, um, but I, you know what? I'm healed in the name of Jesus, but that is how I'm doing. I am blessed. I am well. I am also tired and I am sick. Um, so yes, take a moment to reflect on how you're feeling, um, what you're doing and what you're going through. Um, and really answer that question because I, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a really busy week, but it's also been a very fun. I, I've had an also very fun weekend. It's been a very fun weekend. This weekend, I went to the Life Surge conference um, that was here in LA at the LA Convention Center downtown. And it was over 12,000 people there. 12,000 people there. Um, and I went with some of my family from church and I just really love hanging out with people that love God. I love it. And we went and I was expecting to see Priscilla Shira in Maverick City. And, um, if you do not, if you're not familiar with Priscilla Shira, I encourage you to look her up on YouTube, on Instagram. She is a beautiful woman of God and she's very, very well-spoken And one thing that I love about her, what I learned is that she takes a handful of speaking engagements a year because she's a mom and she's also a wife, you know? So I love that. Um, It's like I can tell whenever I'm watching her or whenever I'm listening to her, you can tell that there's so much order in her life. And I love that, especially because I'm trying to put order in my life right now. So just to see it is really nice. Um, and then also, again, Maverick City was there and they are really good. You know, if you don't know who Maverick City is, I encourage you to open your phone right now and to um, put in in your Apple Music or Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to music on and uh, type in Maverick City and just um, have a moment of worship. I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, I just love seeing people worship. And I was like, oh my goodness, me too. Like, I love seeing people worship. Like, it brings me to tears sometimes. Like, it's such an overwhelming feeling of joy to where sometimes like I'm just crying because I just love it. You know, so go and have a moment of worship and and praise and, you know, um, be, you know, a moment to be thankful, you know, because God is our provider. He's our healer. He restores us. He loves us, you know, and we should worship him. Um, so I encourage you to, you know, take some time out of your day to worship him and to, um, be thankful for the things that you have, like even the smallest things, the smallest, smallest things. Like right now I am extremely extremely grateful that I have a moment to myself. I have a moment, I have a weekend to myself. Um, and I'm so grateful. I love my child. She's so beautiful. Um, but mommy, um, needs mommy time, mommy and God time. (laughs) So I'm very thankful for that. But, um, I did see Priscilla Shire in Maverick city and there was also, 
some other beautiful um, people that were there, that um, speakers that were there. But one person, one speaker that really spoke to me was Auntie Auntie's Anne. Um, she is the the founder of Auntie Anne Pretzels. Um, you you guys probably are familiar with her, like in the mall or like little um, stop shops. Um, you know, having a pretzel as a, like a snack or um, even a lemonade. Lemonade is so good. Um, but I never knew the story. It's like we never know the story behind the things, <laughs> some of the things that we do or places that we eat. But her story was so beautiful. Um, she had a beautiful life, you know, she, it, it, it was perfect, you know, and I don't, I'm not sure if that, if perfect was the word that she used, but as I remember, that's how she described it. Like she had no worries. Um, she wasn't stressed about anything until one day her one year old, I think at the time her child was killed. Um, she was ran over. And she was run over by a relative and she went into depression. She was sad. She lost hope in, in everything. And, you know, she battled for this for a very long time. And when she finally got the courage to talk to someone about it, um, that she trusted, they sexually assaulted her. So that just brought on more depression. That just more bring on, you know, more sadness and, um, she found herself, you know, in this depression for seven years, go and read her story. It is, it is, um, it is so encouraging. Like the, her testimony is so beautiful and it just really touched me because she just lost so much hope. And, you know, she had to put her hope in the Lord, you know, and, and, and be delivered, um, and she was delivered in a way um, that she could have never imagined, you know, by just opening her mouth and just talking to her husband about what had happened to her and how, you know, how she was assaulted. You know, God delivered her in that moment. And it just brought me so much hope listening to her message and, you know, listening to her story. And one of the promises that God gave me this year was Psalms 32, 8. And it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. And that is my word for 2023. And that was the same word that God had given her. And I was just, I was just like, wow, I was blown away because not that I was in a moment of hopelessness, but I could have those moments. You know, I could be discouraged. So when she, you know, when she said this, it was like God reminding me and reassuring me to hold on to this promise in that moment of being hopeless. And I looked up the word hope and it just means confidently expecting, you know, expecting God to do something in your life. We're all expecting God to do something in our lives. Like we're, we're all facing circumstances. We're all going through something. We're all just, just waiting for him to move some way, expecting him to move some way. Right. Um, and it's in, in, in the dictionary it also says hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And that's what we're, we're expecting God, like, Every time when I ask someone, like, what do you hope for? You know, a lot of people are like, oh my goodness, that's a good question. You know, and I'm asking you, like, what are you hoping for? 
What are you expecting God to do in your life? That's what that is. Like, what are you expecting him to do? And first Corinthians 13, 13, it says, now these three things remain faith, hope, and love. In this scripture, it reassures us that hope is necessary. Hope is necessary. Hope is crying out to be heard and to be seen. And in that moment when Auntie Anne um, talked about Psalms 32a, I felt seen. I felt heard because I had been crying out, God, do you hear me? Are you there? And that was him just saying, I'm watching you with my loving eye on you. And I love that. You know, hope doesn't disappoint us. It doesn't disappoint us. Hope is centered on the never failing word of God and his promises. So in those moments of you being hopeless, go to the promise that God has given you. Open your Bible is filled with thousands of promises. The Bible is filled with hope. (laughs) It's filled with hope. Hope comes from a trusting heart. You trust God. You trust that he's going to come through for you. What you're expecting, you know that that's what's going to happen. You know, in Jeremiah, the Israelites, they they were in a hopeless season. They were in a <laughs> in a hopeless season. You know, they were turning to idols. You know, their lives were falling apart. They 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 lost hope, which means they abandoned their expectation their their expectation for the for the future. You know, God kept sending them prophets and they would just turn them away. And at one point they got hungry for hope and he sent more prophets. And a a verse that we may all be familiar with is Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plan I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I love this, you know, in, in, in their season um, of hopelessness, God says, plans to give you hope in the future. And a season where I was very hopeless is when I was looking for the place that I'm looking for now. I was very hopeless. You know, I, I, w- I was looking for a place and I kept getting denied. I kept getting rejected. I kept getting no. I kept getting, you don't make this or you don't make enough or you make too little or you make too much. You know, I kept getting that. I kept, you know, I was I was so discouraged because it came to moments to where like I feel like, okay, I'm gonna really get this place. Like the way that they're speaking, I'm gonna get this place. Like this place is us, like we could start packing. And I would not get it. And I would be so discouraged. But one one promise that kept me is Psalms forty six ten. And that says, Be still and know that I am God. And every time I would be rejected, I would see that promise come across my screen. I would hear it from somebody. And I remember the first time that I ever came across this promise in 2015, 2016, um, I went to a Goodwill bookstore. If you have never been to one of those, I encourage you to go. It is the coolest thing ever. (laughs) But I went in there. And this is around the time that I had given my life over to Christ and I seen a devotional where it said, be still and let your nail polish dry. 
and is stuck with me forever. That is a promise that um, I would forever hold on to is 4610. So in the moment of me being rejected and, and feeling hopelessness of looking for a place, I I went back to that. I went back to that promise and I held on to that promise. You know, um, the place that I am in now, I, I prayed before picking up my phone to call the manager to, to come out and look for the place. I prayed on my way to look at the place and I asked God, I said, would you please speak to me in a way that I know it's you speaking to me? You know, when I came in here, I was like, wow, this place is beautiful. I would love to start over here. This is a place where I can see myself starting over with my daughter. And this was in May, two years ago. And I came, I saw the place. The lady asked me if I liked it. And I said, I loved it. And this was May. She said, okay, you can move in June and you don't have to pay me rent until August. And I knew that that was God. And because I held on to my promise, be still and know that I got and know that I am God. There was not a rejection. There was not a door that closed in my face. There was not, oh, you don't make this or you make that. Or there was nothing that would keep me for from what God had for me. God had for me, which was this place, was this home for Elisa and I. And I'm so thankful. And what that means is that we are in partnership with God. That I could do everything that I could, which I did. I was still getting up. I was still going to see the places, even though I knew I had bad credit, even though I knew I didn't have a savings, even though I knew I didn't make three times the rent. (laughs) But I trusted God and I knew that God is God. God is who he is. He is going to do what he do. (laughs) So, you know, I held on to that promise. I had no... it got me through hopeless moments. And when you're feeling hopeless, remind yourself of God's promises. Remind yourself of God's promises. Hold on to those promises. Like I have my promise for 2023 on my my phone screen, my, my screensaver. Because I know that there's going to be moments to where I need to see it immediately. Post them in your house. Post them in your car. Post them where you can see them. And that's where I have it. You know, when you're feeling hopeless, remind yourself that you are loved and you are loved by God, that you are his, you are, you are his child. You are his child. When you're feeling hopeless, know that you are not forgotten. Know that you are not forgotten. And I encourage you to um, get with a community, to go to your local church, you know, ask questions. You know, if someone is inviting you to church, go and see, see what God has for you. You know, when you're feeling hopelessness, know that hope does not disappoint. Hope is like the reassurance of God's love for us. You know, many of us are hopeless because we put our hope in something other than God. So right now, if you are hopeless, I want you to kind of reflect and evaluate where your hope is right now. Put your hope in the Lord. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much. I am um, I'm, I'm, I'm so honored. But my better hope for you today is to just kind of reflect. Reflect on how you're feeling and reflect where your, where your hope is. Is it in the Lord? I love you guys so much and have a good week. I will talk to you guys soon.